Caroline. Understand? Turn it up. Christmas jam. Welcome back to Super Flexible Podcast. This is how we do it here. Bringing you in with some heavy Christmas jams. Happy holidays. I forget what episode it is. I only know this is the last episode I'm doing for Super Flexible before Christmas. Other voices joining me today. The Dynasty Madman and Jacob Vines. Happy holidays. Yes, Merry Christmas, guys. Right around the corner. I forgot it's a week away. <laughs> Dude, it's right? Exactly. Week. Jacob's literally week. telling us as we're uh, setting up for the show that he just asked somebody to be on his podcast on Christmas. Yep. I mean, hey, priorities, right? You know, podcast, fantasy football, greater than family. I mean, come on. What's what's better than that? Hey, man, <laughs> it, just make sure that that podcast includes the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse, and you will have a great podcast on Christmas. Yeah. All right. You may have found them. <laughs> All right. Special well, I'm an Christmas. asshole, but I don't know how jolly I am. <laughs> special, uh, special Christmas Eve live stream. If you don't, if you don't ch- check it out on a Periscope, you're missing out. That's yeah. that's what we're going to look at right now. If you are like Jacob and don't care about your family, you can tune into that. <laughs> He doesn't. That's funny. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so we're and we're not doing much today. Honestly, we're just gonna have a little bit of Christmas fun. Talk a little football while we're doing it, as always. Um, but with that, I think we've started off on the right tone for you guys. Uh, it's been another fun year. Um, so this game that I have set up, it's kind of it's set up around Christmas vacation movie, like the the Christmas bonus. And the pool versus the jelly. Um, oh shit! We'll we'll get to that game a little bit, but so obviously Christmas Vacation, one of my favorite Christmas movies. I have another one that comes to mind, but I'm curious, hey. like, what's your where? What's your guys' favorite Christmas movies? I, I mean, I I have to agree with you just because that I don't care that a lot of people love Christmas Vacation. My wife and I love that movie. I, I we watch it all the time, multiple times each season. I like the other ones too. Like my kids like to watch Home Alone and, you know, um, Christmas with the Cranks, and they have all these sort of things like that. And we all love Elf. That movie too, Dude, to me. Elf. Yes. Elf was the other one on my mind. Like For Jacob, sure. I, I was honestly thinking yours was Home Alone, though. I uh, I mean I don't say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean literally, yes. <laughs> Well, I can I I'm I'm w- with my parents right now, so they're they're in the next room over. So I promise I'm not I'm not alone, everybody. But I don't say elf. That's, we we were worried about you during this holiday season. You can't spend so much time alone. No, I promise I'm not. I, I'm at least on a podcast with y'all or with family. Yes. So having a having a good time. But yeah, elf for me is definitely definitely the top one. I'd say another slept on one that I grew up with is the Polar Express. That's that a good one really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree one. watching that with the kids. That's got a great, really great storyline for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elf is a great one, though, and Christmas Vacation. I hate Christmas movies. Pause it if you're with your kids. I hate Christmas movies that give indie indication that there may not be a Santa. <laughs> that pisses yeah. me off yeah. now that I have yeah. kids. Like Some of the movies even I used to watch Elf when I was that, like yeah. in my teen. No, it doesn't too much, though. I think it does a pretty good job because I've watched it a lot, and I think it does a pretty good job. They do a really job. good way. Yeah, well, I mean, 
the way, you know, his dad says, you know, hey, um, well, yeah, that's a rumor or whatever. There's a rumor going around that the parents do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I, and he's like, what? He's like, I, I yeah. know. And then, <laughs> but you perfect, know, like the, uh, the Santa movie with um, Tim Allen in it. And they're divorced, and the whole time, like the parents are arguing about Santa and whether he's real yeah, or not. Santa Dude, Claus, that's for bad. me, that one pisses me off because I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Oh yeah, we'll watch this." And then I'm there with my eight-year-old daughter, who I don't know if she believes or not anymore. I hope she does. It, she, I know she has fun with the holiday, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. "Oh my gosh!" Like, how do I stop this when it's already happened? <laughs> and you're, I don't know. Those movies. The, those yeah, are the ones bad. that kind of just like you know even like I think just think watched it and thought the same thing. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like I want point. like some kind of special store that like kids like it, it kind of set up like more secure than a porn site where like <laughs> okay. like now you I'm know. Intrigued. And this like, is what? this is where you have to go to buy Elf on the Shelf and your Santa <laughs> Christmas chocolates and like those special items that I want to be from Santa. Like I'm sick of seeing them at Target and Walmart and like my kid sees the elf on the shelf that we see every year on sale. I mean, that's bullshit. Like, I I don't know. I just think that like it, it, I don't know. And it's such a lucrative market and I totally understand how the holiday works, but there's so many things that piss me off about, about Christmas money versus magic. Like I want the magic, man. You just hit on it for me. I mean, rumor has it that Christmas used to be about Jesus Christ. I know it sounds crazy, but it, it's not about Santa Claus. <laughs> it's not about, you know, um, our economy. It really was, you know, about something else. That's how it started. But try to tell my kids that. And they're like, I mean, it, it, they kind of get it. But at the same time, they don't because to tell what do they that see? Everything's kid, about though. Santa. <laughs> yeah. I, get I mean, it. Yeah. everything's about the money. And it's so magical. I mean, you remember those like young, young years that your kids had, dude, where like you saw the magic and that was what it was all about for you even then, you know what I mean? So even and it was so, centered on love and caring and yep. giving and like, you know, yep. celebrating with family. It was all about the right things. And that's the argument I have with my super ultra religious brother who's basically in a church cult, I think. I mean, if I look into it. <laughs> Pretty sure even once he did that whole Adam Sandler thing. Just join, just do it. Get the free haircut. No, um, no but he, he, he's in this thing, and, and he said he, he was condemning us for having Christmas trees and stuff. Not really, but just saying that they don't do that because, you know, it's it's really it started out with pagans, and you're not celebrating the right way at Christmas. And I'm thinking, you know what? If it makes people think about the right things, if it's a if it's an emblem or an icon that makes you think about doing the right things and keeps you centered on them, then how bad could it be? I mean, it's still a great message to be sending my kids. I mean, I don't wake up in the morning and pray to the fucking fir tree. (laughs) (laughs) Not worshiping it. It's in the background. He made us pray to the fir tree before we recorded. Yeah, I will say everybody gets too caught up on the symbols and not on the perceptions around things. Like this is giving time. This is time to spend with family to, you know, reflect a little bit. Like even Thanksgiving, you know, give thankfulness, like reflect. And yeah, uh, sometimes we forget, you know, that's the part of it. And we get too stressed out about, you know, all the gifts you have to buy and this and that. And uh, I think, you know, like my family, we, we switched to doing a, a Secret Santa with everybody. And, and it made it towards a little bit more relaxing for my family yeah. in general. It's more fun. We even never quite dealt with it before. And uh, I, I think just, you know, change it up every once in a while, too, with your family. You know, like y'all mentioned how with, uh, you know, having gifts from Santa and stuff and that being special. And then, like, we would do 
breakfast for Christmas Eve dinner. You know, that's stuff that we would do. So just make fun yeah. things happen. Yeah, we do that. We do a lot of, um, I guess what you'd call um, antipasta, right? Like, um, uh, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. peas and meats and crackers. And we do all kinds of things, shrimp, just all kinds of like finger foods and appetizers for fun. On, because you don't want to cook the night before. Um, and then, you know, we do all, you know, the, the cooking of Christmas dinner the next day and spend some time as a family doing it. But I, I love Christmas Eve because it's literally like I'm going to get my drink on a little bit, you know, <laughs> get a little loose, have some good snacks and mo- mostly snack type food. And, you know, it, it's it is fun. I think that's how you and, you know, with the kids, too, they're resilient as long as you teach them the right things. And a long time ago, I approached it like this. I'm not raising kids. People who say that they're saying I- I'm raising adults. The point is when they get to. Right being able to take care of themselves. Have you given them what they need for themselves? And so just always think about what they, what they need. And it, it's different now than when, I, when we were kids, definitely different than when I was a kid. And, but it's, so it's a little tougher sometimes to keep centered on those messages. But in the end, I thinking about it, as you guys are talking like this, uh, I realized they must have received them because they're, you know, they're all about the right things. They're about giving more than receiving now. And it, and that's cool. Yeah. We'll see. And, and even sure. that too, in the like the message there, and I wasn't even planning on like necessarily plugging this, even though this is just something we do. I, I probably honestly don't plug this enough, but the feeling that you get sometimes, like in those giving moments, like even like tonight, um, at, at some point, I'm I'm going to the Marines to drop off like two thousand dollars worth of toys, and this like comes in combination with like it's a combination of like ten thousand dollars worth of toys. Like the guys down in Florida spent the <clears throat> Mm-hmm. bulk of the money with those guys but we do it with break from the grind two drinks involved in this we've done it for the past few years last year i did it too uh, my wife loves the shopping uh, the shopping's not bad it's pretty fun we get to just uh, buy a bunch of presents for people but there is nothing like the feeling when you finally drop them off and you just like i, I don't know like i can get emotional and sentimental but like it, it just like i can feel it inside like i kind of want to tear up you know like and and it's just because you finally know like this is that final moment of like just how much even the awe of the Marines seeing the loads that we bring to them alone, like from single people and they learn that it's from the fantasy community community, which I mean, honestly cannot thank everybody enough for being a part of some of the things that we do to raise this money and how much it helps other people out. But this year um, we were sure to have like the kids go shopping with us too. And it got a little hard a couple of times because you know, like they're picking That's out so stuff cool, that man. they like, but the, the, yeah. they still see the message of like, no, we're, there's a bigger message to this, you know? So they're getting to learn that aspect of it as yeah, as who well. they're giving it to, mm-hmm. not just what they yep. want, but uh, you know, in part what they want would probably be cool stuff and, and yep. would, would benefit the kids obviously, but getting them to think about, something other than themselves and what they want is, is yeah. what you want. And that's great. Yep. So super fun. So, I mean, shout out to anybody that contributed to any charitable donation, like in any kind of way. But like, if you're doing that through fantasy football, just like the face that it helps put on our community is, is just awesome. And I mean, I know there's so many other ways that we all do it now, but I mean, it's just awesome. Cause a lot of people don't see, fantasy football in a positive light and and really the things that we do together. I mean, nothing but good stuff. Yeah. And I think even like, uh, I know Scott fish is the one that mentions this often and everybody talks about it, but adding, this is something I'm going to push for in all my leagues now is that uh, type of charitable portion. Like at least one, one league do goes to charity or something like that. And then it, every little bit adds up. Like you just mentioned $2,000 that goes towards toys. Like everything adds up. 
Yep. And this year was um, charitable from so many people. I mean, I know it, it's like that in fantasy football across Twitter. You see it all the time. But this year, I, I felt like it seemed like it was more. Yeah. And um, and also um, the sorry. <laughs> um, the the thing that really got me was um, with James with James um, passing away and where he was in several leagues that I'm in. Um, in fact, I took over a team that he, you know, kind of co-owned with him. Um, so it's mine now. Um, it, it was unique because in a couple places, people reached out to me where I commissioned said, Hey, let's give all of the dues um, away, including the off the rails podcast. Um, league. Yeah. Give all the money away to James wife. And so, Instead of my giving my personal, you know, monies, these few leagues, um, like the Super Flexible League, it's um, the first one they started. You know, he was commission of. It's now just um, Travis. Is it Rasmussen? Travis, you know, that used to be on the Super Flex Super Show, um, is gathering all the monies and giving it to him. But the the funny thing I I came up with, I was like, I still am probably going to be giving. Um, James' wife, my money because it turns out in the off the rails league, I'm probably going to win the league. So they're literally giving them my Dude, money. You are insane. Like, you think you're winning that league? No, I'm probably not. I'm like, look how generous I'm going to be this year. No, um, not to poke fun, but I, I think James honestly would get a big laugh out of that. But we are, um, you know, if he were here to see that, uh, you know, he might get a, a tick a lot of that a chuckle too. But anyway, a lot of good stuff where people are giving what they can um, and what they have and are able to to other people. Not you know, not just the big charities like the Scott Fish Bowl yeah. and Toys for Tots and yada Suicide yada. Suicide prevention things that people have done. You know, like you said, we mentioned to James. Like I think we put ten to twelve thousand dollars to that family in climbing, and and that's awesome, man. And that stuff just uh, how much to that family? James family ten twelve thousand dollars wasn't it Jacob Wow that's another another probably a thousand between the two leagues I'm thinking of are yeah. close to it that's 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 great that's yeah, awesome that's awesome you know helped uh, pay for all funeral costs and um, yeah it, it's just awesome um so gosh how do we move on from all of that stuff so I've got a I've got a game plan for you guys and like I said it's jelly of the month so the idea of this is you want to get as you want you're going to fill your pool in the end your pool is your your bonus it's what you're taking home the jelly is what you're not going to be taking home you get to pick what you put there you guys are going to go through i have eight players this game will stop when you have four players in your pool wow okay i'm intrigued i I still think i'm a bit confused i'm waiting for more information (laughs) you're you're going i have a total of eight players four will be in your pool four will be in your jelly uh, should gotcha. no, should a you. player, okay. if a player goes to your pool that you don't like in that moment, you have three trade cards, A, B, and C. You will have an option to trade those players with one of the players you don't like in your pool. So let's say you have a okay. player in your pool that you don't like. I will then tell you the next clues off of the other player, and you will get to pick if you want to trade that player or not. Once a player's in your jelly... They stay there if you put a player in your jelly. You guys are going to be on the same team, so you're 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 with each other Good. on this. Yeah, so just just let Jake. Yeah, because do it. Jake, you'll be the team captain, and I'll be assistant <laughs> team captain because your young, fresh, um, collegiate mind is well prepared for a game like this uh, and thinking fast on your feet. So I will just back you up, and if you want to, 
you know, consult with me um, course, on anything. Let course. me know, but I, I will. I'll try to help you where I so, can, buddy. So we want the best players in our jelly, correct? No, you want the pool. You want the swimming oh, pool. Clark I, is getting the swimming pool. All right, I take back what I said. I I knew that much. <laughs> That's really all I knew. But I, all right, I, I got you, it. Now. You make a good Clark team. wants the pool. Have you watched Christmas Vacation? I so I have not like oh my sat goodness. down and watched oh it, my but goodness. I have Are watched you serious? it. Many, Dude, watch it 100%. tonight. All right, I will. Dude, um, and then watch it again and again and again. It gets we, better we, every damn time. All right, I'll, I'll put <laughs> it on the. I see new things every time, too. <laughs> you do though, dude. Just little things in that movie, like it, it's so great. Um, so yeah, you will have to watch that. But yeah, so in the movie, I don't know if you know this or not, Jacob, but. Clark's waiting for his Christmas bonus the whole time because he wants to get a swimming pool put in. He literally puts money down for the down payment on the pool, waiting for the bonus to pay the rest off. And then he ends up getting a jelly of the month club instead, where every year he's gotten a large cash bonus from the company. But this year that he gets screwed and he gets Uh, jelly of the month. So jelly of the month is what you don't want. Okay. Appreciate that. I know everybody's like that dang youngin over there. He doesn't know anything, and I'm like, yeah, you're you're you, right. But, I, I don't. <laughs> but you trimmed your beard. I, yeah, I, you did. Yes. Uh, Holy felt cow. like it was time for a little bit of change. It was like probably four inches or so, and now it's a it's a nice crisp three eighths of an inch, and uh, it, I like it. it. It's growing a lot quicker than I thought it would. I'm like, quit growing. I want you to stay the same. Like, what are you doing? The the dynasty Looks great. dad man. A lot of fat. The Dynasty Dad Man finally taught you how to shave. Dynasty Dad Man. I'm here for that. (laughs) So cool. All right, so I'm going to throw one at you guys. See if you put him in your pool or in the jelly. Once they're in the jelly, again, they are there to stay. If they go into your pool, you do have an option to trade from the three trade cards. You have an A, B, and C. So the Uh first person is... He has 86 receptions on the season. Hopefully, a new quarterback in 2021. That's all you really get. It sounds like something like DJ Chark or something like that to me. How many receptions? 86. 86. Uh, maybe That's not. Not too shabby. Um, and he hopefully gets a new quarterback next year. So yep. who needs a new quarterback, Jacob? That Let's Jets. narrow it down right there. Jets. The Jets definitely do. Ooh, is this Terry McLaurin? That may be Terry McLaurin with Washington football team. Uh, I'm looking at Swag's face, and he is keeping it stone cold over there. So, <laughs> Eight, 86 receptions. That sounds um, like Terry McLaurin to me. How much time do we have? Because I really want to think this. Um, I, I, Terry McLaurin's a good one, and it could be a Jets wide receiver, like like a Crowder. But I don't think he has options this year. I mean, I just don't want to. Yeah, he doesn't have. I don't think he has 86. Um, I, I want to put. I want to put this player in the in the pool. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I I, I do too. Um, Hopefully gets a new quarterback next year. I think you guys will be pretty happy oh, with this. Oh, you know this. what? Wait, you how, how many receptions? 86. Who needs who needs a new quarterback besides uh, the Jets, besides Washington, because they do have Alex Smith. Jags. What about the Jags. Jags, the Jags, Carolina Panthers? I Carolina. think Teddy's safe, though. I don't Carolina's know. I don't... Draft, Carolina's drafting a quarterback, though. Almost Ooh, that's true. I think they'll draft one. That's what I've been seeing as well. But I, I still think Teddy will be the guy next year. I, I think we we throw the player in the pool and we'll we'll trade him out if needed. <laughs> the the player is Allen Robinson. Oh, oh see, I wouldn't. Have, I would not. He only right. has eighty six receptions. Yep. That seems low to me. Crazy. 
I'll take uh, it. Okay, yeah, we'll take. We'll, we'll That's take not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I was thinking like, um, you know, DJ Moore or something or something. Yeah, that could have been the case. I think you guys did pretty good there. <laughs> Jacob did better than me. I was just—I mean, the, the first thing you have to to narrow it down. Do you want to trade him? I'm all card? about efficiency and doing things fast. So I was just like, <laughs> who needs a new quarterback? And I, yeah, I got three teams in or something. I, I want to keep um, Allen Robinson. Okay, you keep yeah, him. We keep him. Yeah, all right, let's move it on then. This running back was targeted second most among running backs this season and is also second in receptions. You said he was targeted the most out of what? Running backs? Second or? most among running backs. And targeted. he's also second in receptions huh. among running backs. Targeted second most and also second in reception among running backs. Yep. That's a uh, tough one. I, I feel like it's like McKissick or something like that. Yeah, it's gonna be somebody that's not good. Like a like watch it'll end up being Mike Davis, who like just you know, yeah. no, who would have thought Mike? Da- well, you know, all you need is Christian McCaffrey to go away. Somebody's got to take some volume out of that from that's that true. team. The receivers aren't doing it. Um, yeah, I really don't know. Um, I just say throw him in the jelly. Caught a lot of balls, you know. Uh, Naheem, am I saying that right? Naheem Hines has caught you know a good amount of passes, but he's probably high high on the list. He might be the number one even. I don't know. Go for it. What do you think? I think I think we throw him in the jelly. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was McKissick. No Let's shit. Go! Yeah. <laughs> you guys are See, doing. I was almost, I was almost, uh, yeah, I figured it would be somebody. Uh, All right, I'm the team know, captain now. I'm taking, that, I'm taking that back. I'm going to be the team captain, captain now. No. Moving on up. Um, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you guys are doing good. Maybe I made this a little too easy. We'll see. Did you hear that? You hear it? It's a funny squeaky sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Christmas vacation. Sorry, Jacob. Jacob's like, what are you talking about? It went right over my head, but it's okay. I'll enjoy the joke. No. <laughs> yeah, you right. see the movie. You'll... I'm not giving you guys much on this one then. Okay. Best best catch rate in the entire NFL. Oh, I already know this. I, I saw it on rate? Twitter. I saw Don't it on Twitter. I'm gonna let Madman take this one because I actually I know exactly who it is. The best catch rate, actually, no, I, I don't have it. I didn't I didn't see the tweet or <laughs> so, uh, I was I was I gonna go with like Tyree Kill or something, but so, it's so gotta Madman, be somebody else. Uh, I'll let you decide jelly versus pool, and then I'll say the player and we'll see if I'm remembering correctly. Well, it sounds like it would be a player we would want, right? In our pool. Well, so did McKissick, but you put him in your jelly. <laughs> I know, that's too bad. Um yeah, let's if if you if you think you're right, I'm gonna go that you you're pretty confident. Then we'll just let's let's go with the pool on this one. So it's Curtis Samuel, right? Um, no, it's actually Jonathan Taylor. What running back? Oh, not even a running receiver. back. Interest. Hey, I'll take it. Good job, Matt, man. I I didn't even know that. <laughs> he is 31 for 32. I, or 30. I, yeah. I would have got when he said the best catch rate. I uh, I assumed which foolishly because running backs can have really outstanding. You know they're taking those short passes, so they they yeah. really should have good high percentage. You know throws high percentage um, catches. But yeah, I was totally all over receivers. I never even thought about running yeah. back like an idiot. Yeah, he has seen thirty two <laughs> targets and brought in thirty one. Wow, nah, man, I love stuff like this because people you can't get caught up in the stats. It's all about stats. <laughs> Where do you think your metrics come from? Stats. You're not just measuring yeah. a guy's leg size. You guys, you guys are off to a nice start with Allen Robinson and Jonathan Taylor in your pool. Jacob's a ringer, man. I'm taking him to the next gonna, time I play pool. Jump in with me. 
jump in the pool with hey, these guys. I, I got, I got, I got pool. I, I played pool pretty well in uh, college because we had a, we actually had a pool table. Oh, you in, did in our dorm. It, yeah, it was like, great. I have stories, but I'm not allowed to tell them because I've told them so much. My wife tells me to shut up. <laughs> I, I actually played billiards pool at a place oh, wow. called Bubs on Ohio State campus with Mike Vrabel, Luke Fickle, Bobby Hoying. Of course, he didn't really pan out. And, um, oh, my God, what's the other jerk's name? He's on TV now locally, and he's super fat and stupid looking. Um, I forget his name. Doesn't matter. But I, we beat Mike Vrabel, my buddy and I. Over and over, I don't know how many times, four, five, six games in a row. And Vrabel was very nice to us. He was just pissed that he kept losing. At one point, threw stick, you know, slammed the stick on the table. Each time, though, there were quarter tables. Each time he lost, he went over to the table and just grabbed a stack of quarters to reload and re-rack. They were not his quarters, and nobody said a word to him. <laughs> he just kept doing it. And we're like, this is great, playing against, like, our superstar defensive player and his friend. And respect. <laughs> He just so competitive, wanted to beat us and was just getting pissed that he couldn't. And then finally did beat us and, you know, shook our hands and it was all cool. Who knew he'd someday become this like superstar player, you know, great coach, uh, you yeah. know, all this stuff. It's hilarious. And every time they show his face, I just look at my wife and I'm like, hey, kids. And she's like, don't you dare say it. <laughs> He's just me telling that story. And you know what? Um, I probably shouldn't have told it on here either. But, you know, <laughs> she, she know is our number one listener. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't tell the story if I had just met the guy, but it's cool that we beat this guy in pool so many games in a row. I, I mean, that's a feather in my cap. The madman's holding on to that one. <laughs> All right. Are you guys ready for this next one? Oh, yeah. Your games are great. This next player, you guys are doing really good. I hope that something – try to throw a curveball. Um, so this, uh, they're all, they're all curveballs for me. This next player – is sixth in rushing yards in the NFL. This player is sixth in rushing yards in the NFL overall. Yep. yep. So it's not Derrick Henry. It's not Derrick Henry. It's no, yeah, no, he's one. He's, he's 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 way up there. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Sure. God, man. I think anything I would have said about Derrick Henry, you would have been like, "It's Derrick Henry." <laughs> well, you said he's in what place? Sixth, sixth in rushing Third. yards. Okay, yeah, this sixth in rushing yards. I don't. Rushing yards is one of those things. Like, if you're thinking fantasy, it's not super helpful. I mean, I I want to go with a guy that I think is a top one of the best overall running backs in the NFL. Um, I, I'd I'd rather have him than um, Saquon Barkley and um, many of the others, and that's Nick Chubb. I know he's not at the top in rushing yards because he has to compete with Kareem Hunt, and um, but he's caught a lot more passes than than people expected for sure. Um, so I, I want to say it's somebody like like that that's um, kind of Josh in a shared, shared backfield. Josh Jacobs, you think? Maybe. Um, it's tough because that's that range that like you just don't really know because they could be just someone who's a replacement player coming up. But then again, we could just trade someone if this yeah. isn't nobody. Yeah, we could, yeah. Uh, or you know what? What about the sucky guy that we keep saying sucks now? Um, but does have a pretty good amount of rushing yards and is almost a running back one this year in the Ezekiel. Sucky guy that sucks now. <laughs> yeah, well, only because you guys talked about we talked about Zeke last night on the yeah. HQ uh, anniversary show, and everybody was bashing him, and we want to trade him and get other players, and we had this debate. But still, he's as far as rushing yards go, you know, not the PPR scoring, but rushing yards, he's in like the top top ten for sure, top. Top eight, top six. So Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Jacob? I I'm, think I'm, we we put this person in our in our pool, and then we okay. just see what happens. All right, all right. Fair. 
Kenyon Drake is swimming with Jonathan Taylor and Allen Robinson. Kenyon oh. Drake. Oh, I man. Should, he's been on a tear recently, for fantasy points at least. Yeah, yeah. I traded for him um, in a league to try to um, do something in the playoffs, and um, I'm happy to see that he's doing that because I, I really didn't know. I just I needed a second running back. You have to start two, and I literally had only one guy to start. The, the, the other guy was just not, you know, not a scoring player. And um, so I needed him, and, and that, that helped me stay alive so far. So thank you, Kenyon. <laughs> so would you like to trade this player, or are you going to keep him in your pool? I say we, we try to trade him and just see, because we can hold on, right? Because you'll tell us another person. We decide if we want to do a switch, right? That's how this works. Yep. So I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell you to pick from A, B, or C. I have these already marked down. I, I won't change it no matter what. And then um, okay. from there, I'll tell you those those people. And you so, can tell me if you want to trade him. You get to pick if you want to trade him or keep Kenyon Drake at that point. Okay. I've always heard, you know, go C first, especially if you're taking a test. So, C. All right. <laughs> Worked for me. <laughs> um, let's see. This is uh, one of those moments, Jeremy, where I thought I'd remember what I wrote down here. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so this player is 11th. 11th overall in his catch rate and second best tight end catch rate. I don't feel like I want this player just because catch rate doesn't matter a lot to me. I, I think Kenyon Drake would be the better call because it could be someone even like a Logan Thomas, you know, potentially. <clears throat> Which I love Logan Thomas, but he's not a top end dynasty asset. The the player could be somebody like Hawkinson because he, you know, I think he's been pretty efficient, but I don't have anything in front of me to base that on. I think he's been pretty efficient and he's, you know, a, a rising player and it seems like somebody that swags would would put in as a ringer but uh yeah it's t- total wild guess why don't we just hang on to Kenyon drake and not risk it the the I'm player down. was cameron bray yes. yeah no, really never would have guessed that good call <laughs> oh gosh Whatever. that was a close one he's still in the league i've forgotten so now Seriously. you guys at this point um there's four more players but only Uh-oh. room for there's only room for one guy in your pool at this point. Okay. So, so you have to, uh, I, this could get interesting. You have to, you have to start to think a little bit more if you want to finish this game off, which is fine. I'm not saying the game can't be over or yeah. if you, you might pick wrong. There might be better things left. So let's go <laughs> with this guy, 41st in the NFL in rushing yards with 3.6 yards per carry. He has started every game this year. Uh, started. Oh, he started I, I know, every game I know this who year. this is, and I don't want him. I'm pretty sure Start, I know this is. Started every game this year. Yep. He's 46. I'm pretty sure it's 41st in rushing yards and he got hurt 3.6 week, yards per carry. He started Frank, every game this year. Oh, you're right. Frank Gore did. No. I mean, he didn't play this past week, right? Wasn't he hurt? I know I didn't put him in any lineups where I had to start Frank Gore. Um, started every game this year. That's what's throwing me. He started every game this year. Was Philip Lindsay? Wasn't he hurt early in the season? I'm thinking somebody that like backs up. I think Lindsay's but been. Started. He had that concussion. Yeah, Actually, Giovanni Bernard, I think, has 3.6. But I don't know if he's officially started every game. Yeah, I'm, that was somebody I thought of too because Mixon was out and hurt, and I, I mean Mixon played in a 
few games. We saw the yeah. one where he only one real good game he had, and I don't know if Gio was considered the starter. This this is tough, man. Started every game. I think we year. throw this guy in the jelly, and we just get someone else. Forty first in rushing yards isn't very enticing to me. No, God, no. And uh, De- Devin Singletary. No, it, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at this. All right, Jelly. You guys are doing pretty good. Um, so that was Russell Wilson. Son of a – Oh, God. see, we're looking at running backs. See, that's a trick question. I, when he said 46 and started every game, I was thinking this could be like a wide receiver that's taken some carries. This could be – but you you still stumped me. I, I God. I really thought it'd be higher with like Lamar having, you know, like an eight yards per carry. You know, I'm surprised yeah. that his low. I was yeah, kind of surprised low. too. He just hasn't ran the ball as much this year. Gotcha. Um, so the game Man. goes on. Give me one sec. All right. All right so fellas. these guys have determined that they hate Russell Wilson. He's in the jelly. <laughs> Gone. Jelly of the month club. The next player on the list has 78 receptions. He's 12th in receptions in the league and 17th in targets. So 78 receptions, 12th in receptions, 17th in targets. One more time for the slow guy. You're hoping I'll like slip and say the player's name. 78 receptions, 12th in receptions, and 17th in targets. 12th in receptions, and don't say it yet, Jacob. Give Give me a chance to catch up to you. How many receptions? He's well. I don't know. He's. You said he had seventy-eight receptions. Did you say that? Seventy-eight. Seventy. Oh yes, seventy-eight receptions. <laughs> Jesus, seventy-eight receptions. To be and he's twelfth in receptions in the NFL and seventeenth in targets. Seventeenth in targets. Yep. I don't know, man. Um. Tyreek Hill because he's my a guy time. that scores a shit ton of points for us in fantasy on not as many targets as you would think. And um, to, to get to the point with those other lofty receivers, kind of down, um, I don't know. that I, I think it's got to be somebody that, you know, somebody like that, like Tyreek Hill or um, uh, watch it be. <laughs> I don't even know how many receptions he has. Watch it be like um, the little the little slot receiver uh, Beasley in Buffalo or something. It's not Cole Beasley. My okay. first thought was Tyreek Hill. So yeah, same that, here. Same I mean, here. I, I think we throw this person in the pool and then we can trade him. If yeah. We want. All right, you guys All did right. pretty good there. You didn't do Tyreek Hill good, but you did Tyler Boyd good. Ah, okay. really, Boyd? Yep, Boyd. Tyler Boyd. 78 receptions, 12th in receptions, 17th in targets, Tyler Boyd. I never would have guessed that he was 12th in receptions in, in the league. Wow. I guess that makes sense. So no, I want to, at this point, I want to offer you guys one more trade card. And you can okay. pick between Allen Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Kenyon Drake, or Tyler Boyd, any of the guys in your pool. I'm guessing it's going to be Kenyon Drake. And decide yeah. if you want to pull from A or B one of your actual trade cards. Or if you want to pull from one of the two last two guys that I didn't mention from the first eight, and if, if that happens, I'm going to pick the one, or you can pick A or B. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> All right, so, so let's do Kenyon Drake, and yeah, then sure. uh, I guess why don't we just do one of the the remaining yeah. players? Let's do that. That sounds good. And then okay. just do like 
just do like A from that. I don't know. I thought that's what you said, but um, well, I have A and B from those trade cards. Oh, never hypothetically, mind. but you don't want then... to take a trade card. You want a player? Play him. Okay, that's fine with me. All right, you guys sure? Why not? More Let's do it, man. more attempts than any quarterback this year with five hundred and twenty-one. One more time. More attempts than any quarterback this year with 521. More attempts than any quarterback this year with 521. Mm-hmm. Could be someone like a Big Ben. I mean, Rodgers has been slinging it as well. Um, wow. Um, yeah. The player is He's, Ben I, Roethlisberger. Would you trade him for Kenyon Drake? I was going to say Justin Herbert. <laughs> Dude, you're, uh, but, but hey, hold on. Um, Madman, he's second. I mean, dude. I figured you were going to trick us. I'm, I'm Herbert, a rookie Herbert or something. Is second in Herbert attempt. is second, and he missed week one. No shit. Yeah. He missed what? Week yeah, one. Yeah, he, Man, I forgot he only missed week one. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought it was more. So, so he would pro- yeah, he would be in the lead then. Yep. Yeah, very well. Dude, isn't oh, that yeah. crazy? So, so you guys get to pick now between you can trade the aging Ben Roethlisberger and get a quarterback on your team. This is super flex. Or Kenyon Drake. Eight, uh, say, mm, do you, I, man, I, I really don't want to have Kenyon Drake. That's tough, yeah, huh? I'd, I'd rather do Big Ben. <laughs> if, if this is a real super flex league, Big Ben, I think he'll play in 2021. Kenyon Drake has an yeah. easy chance of getting replaced. Yeah, I mean, in real life, in committee. Ben, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. And in, in yeah. real life, Big Ben's probably the first guy who would drown in a pool from the NFL, uh, maybe. But in this case, I don't want Kenyon Drake so bad that, yeah, we'll just well, take Big Ben. And, man, I mean, Big Ben is somebody I've been pretty low on the last couple of years yeah. in Dynasty and stuff, but it seems like he's kind of Thank back. It's, the thing that I like the most about Big Ben isn't this this these this high rate of um, throws he has, but the he seems <laughs> like he's having fun again. Like, I think that we see a Big Definitely. Ben that wants to play for a couple of years versus that Big Ben that I kept Go waiting figure. to hang it up. You know what I mean? Like, I kept... Yeah. So, I think it's... He got married. You'd expect things to get better, right? After getting married <laughs> and stopping raping chicks. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, you'd hope so, for sure. Yeah, so his life turned for the better. Good job, Ben. Now he's wanting to be back in the limelight. This has been a lot of fun. You guys didn't do bad. I think like that that last trade you guys made to get Kenyon Drake off your team for Ben helped. So you guys ended up with Allen Robinson, Jonathan Taylor, Tyler Boyd, and Big Ben. Um, best completion percentage it. in the NFL. That would have been your trade card A. Best oh. completion percentage in the NFL with 73.5. I, I should know this one. See, I, I need games to be slower, like put on like first gear for me. For the- so that that is Drew Brees. Uh, oh, I would have gotten it wrong. I yeah. almost, I think I prefer Big Ben over Drew Brees because I don't, I don't know if Brees is coming yeah, back. Yeah, I, I want Ben over Brees too because they have similar things happening with their, you know, wearing down. But Big Ben seems to be able to come back from those things right. and, and a little bit better. And, you know, I really appreciate you talking us up and saying, hey, we're doing a good job. But I have literally gotten nothing right since we started you've this done a, You've done amazing. I've maybe gotten close, but I've not gotten a single answer right. So your trade card B, 17th in passing yards in the NFL. He's okay. only started 12 games. Wait, okay. So say those one more time. I'm so distracted today. 17th Seven- in passing yards with 3,102, and he's only started 12 games. He This player also came up in the show a little bit. He was one of the replaceable quarterbacks. 
God, man. Teddy it's Bridgewater. Like, like, oh, is it Teddy? Okay. Yeah, I would have gotten that one wrong, too. I was going for, like, Daniel Jones. Would you take Teddy Bridgewater like, or Big Ben? They Big seem ben. so similar in stability. Yeah, they do. Like, yeah, I think I would also go Big Ben. And that's, I mean, honestly, I, we're, we're going to probably dig, dig into this on other shows, but the idea of, like, youth at the quarterback position has been pretty flawed philosophy over the last at Yeah, least you're right. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather have, you know, Matt Ryan for a, a couple of years. Those guys play forever, number one, the good ones, the ones that take care of themselves and stuff. Like I mean, you can do all the caveats, but they play until their 40s. I mean, no, yeah. no other position can you do that with. Unless you get another quarterback, why would you move those guys? Yeah. Unless they're literally in the last season and everyone knows it. Maybe, maybe we're talking Drew Brees here, but by and large, is Brady done yet? These folks have been done for years. Um, right. You know, those guys, Big Ben still playing, all those guys. So it is flawed. Like, you, you're better Phil off Rivers. having one of those old rookie players in your top two guys that you roll out every week than trying to, you know, get lightning in a bottle some other way. Unless you're getting a young quarterback and you want to, you know, sort of inject youth into your roster. I, I agree yep. with you, Jacob. People give up on those quarterbacks, I think, too soon thinking they're old. You can do that with Julio Jones and he'll play for a few more years. It won't burn your ass quite as bad as if you do that with a quarterback. Yeah. Like who do y'all want? Tom Brady or Drew Locke? Because I want Brady. Yeah. Yeah. It's so probably. Crazy. I mean I don't yep. honestly know if Drew Locke will have a job. That's right. what I'm saying. I don't know either. And you know Brady will as long as he wants one. Yeah. True. Yeah. He takes care of himself. I mean, probably better than Drew Locke does, to be honest. I mean yep. he, he really cares for um takes care of his body and you know so, yeah, I, I, I'm with you on Brady. The last player on the list that you could have had, I'll just say his name. You guys kind of went through him when we were talking about McKissick, but that was Mike Davis, and he's third in targets, third in receptions with 68 targets and 57 receptions. This might be a player, if he's on a non-contender, or somebody that just got kicked out of your playoffs, which is still obviously a non-contender at this point, go like throw in an <laughs> offer for Mike Davis. I don't think we're going to see CMC this year, unfortunately. Same. Yeah, I, I think you're right. Why why bother at this point of the season? And um, yeah, I traded him away. Um, I think the, I no, I'm sorry. I traded him away in one league where I was out of it. But the the best thing I did was acquiring him for a third in a league where I absolutely needed a running back. He seriously, I made that trade um, within five minutes of um, the start of kickoff on Sunday, like five to one, and um, he won. He was basically the reason I won. I mean, he gave me all those points I would have lost if I had started the guy I had. Like, and I can't remember who who on that team, but it's things like that for a third. Okay, I mean, I might win money now. I mean, it's definitely worth a third. I don't really hit well on third round picks. Not sure about you guys, but it's a little tough. I mean, you know, it can happen, man. I think, and this is weird. I think it depends on when your rookie draft is. I have hit in the third round on rookie drafts that are immediately Early, after right? the draft. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Immediately you know after what I mean? the like, draft. I've yeah. gotten guys like, and, and I'm not joking, you know, like, and, and I know this is few and far between. They're like the outliers. It's a hard round to hit in. I totally agree. But I've gotten Kenny Galladay in the third. I've gotten Goddard in the third. Um, we've gotten guys like uh, Kittle in the fourth and fifth of rookie drafts before. It does happen. Oh, yeah. I got a lot of Kittle in the, in the third and fourth. Well, third even as time went on but fourth for sure yep over and over uh because nobody knew who he was and totally got lucky with that but by and large yeah fourth is where i think i would i would um trade him away all the time because i'm not always successful but i got harrison bryant in a million places in the fourth round this year so i mean it does happen i like that but i think 
you know, so people who say, ah, a third's not worth anything, that's not true. But in this case, a third is worth winning the league uh, oh, with absolutely. a backup player that I'm not going to have any need for after I, if, you know, I win the title, I'm not going to need him anymore. I so do agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And, but I just think you can hit, I think that the players you, if you don't know what to do in the third round, I think you almost just go after like a tight end because yeah, most cases, like, like people haven't. And just haven't really, yeah, there them. haven't been many tight end runs, you know, and kind of like if you don't know what to do, and that's like if you don't know what to do. If like Kenny Galladay is, is that that's crazy. It, it wasn't very long after that rookie draft that I remember him like going into the second. And but the truth is, Kenny Galladay yeah. wasn't a first round rookie pick, you didn't have to pay that. But like, I mean, this year, maybe maybe we end up hitting somebody I know you like, dude, like Cole Komet. Maybe Troutman ends up hitting some of those guys. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think those are absolutely um, targetable top targets you should be going after. Yeah. Troutman and then Komet. Yeah, for yep. sure. Um, but yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Do you guys have anything you want to add? Good game, fun game. I, I love the the stuff you come up with. You need to just host a show where you do games. I know there are already t- uh, podcasts like that, but I, I don't know if the games are as fun as what you and you know Two Drink uh, you guys came up with together and the ones you do. I don't know how you do it. I mean, uh, Man, I like playing I, games. I, I, I miss uh, two minute breakdown. I, I think we should try to think of something like that and bring it to Superflex City. It does a lot. Like it um, helps you guys as the listeners get to know us. It helps us get to know each other in different ways and just laugh and have a good time together, you know, at the end of the show and Great. gets us out. So I think that that's something that the listeners and, and we could enjoy. Um, but yeah, um, shout out to two drink minimum for, I mean, he, he's the creator of two minute breakdown. I can take no credit for that. And I mean, then you get into stuff like this and I mean, quite truthfully, you put more work into a little game like this than the the last three shows I've I've hosted. <laughs> right? With you yeah, guys. that's what I mean. It's it's and thank you for doing it. Yeah, it's tough. I'm sure. I like I said, I couldn't do it. Um, it is fun to play these. Yeah. Um, you know they're unique and great idea with the whole pool versus the jelly of the month club. And Jacob, if you watch that movie between now and next time we record, you might have a better appreciation for how this all shook out. Today. It, it's a funny I mean, movie, you know, man. Yep, get get right, past I'll, like the low budget, like in like you know eighties <laughs> filming good. and stuff, and just it's just good, good comedy. Um, All right, I'll have to I'll have to watch it. And yeah, I I agree. The game was a ton of fun. Uh, I actually had something I was thinking about earlier today with like I don't know if y'all noticed, but Twitter changed the retweet function again. Changed it back to you can just retweet versus it's always being a quote tweet, and just made me think about you know how much stuff we do automatic, especially during holiday times, like. Try to be a little bit more mindful around this time. Look up yep. at your ceiling, you know, like look up at the sky. Enjoy your life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and keep it moving into 2021. You know what I mean? Like, and, and yep. not even trying to be that guy. But if you could do that through the holidays, give a little bit more, you know, whatever you can. And, and then just keep it going in 2021. We need a more positive year next Good year. Advice. Definitely. Hey, kids, look, it's a deer. <laughs> <laughs> we, Jacob's going to be like, like what <laughs> mary superflexmas from superflexible from the superflex city i am at swagzilla zero g i'm gonna throw it over to these guys to they can tell you who they are and any final words and we will get out of here super flexing in the city i'm the madman at dynasty madman on the twitter box uh, we're gonna come up with a christmas song me and swags and uh and and record it and try to get it out before christmas yes That'd be oh, awesome. That's exciting. Yeah, and I'm Jacob at jsnake underscore dff. Talk to me on Twitter. Let's chat. Follow Superflexible. Wait, Superflex Pod. 
Superflex City, and all of us. All of them. Dynasty Trades HQ. Follow all the podcasts we've ever been on, please. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> should definitely be following Dynasty Trades HQ if you're not. Facts. I joined a like Dynasty this. Trades HQ listener league today. I was offered two 2021 seconds for Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh. Hey, I'm in. As soon as he joined the league, they started peppering him with trade offers. I'm in HQ3. I got the 1.01, 1.02. I'm ecstatic. I'm I'm hyped for next year. Got Dak Prescott on my roster. It's, Ooh, it's nice. Going to pick up Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Probably. Or trade one of those picks away. Um, yep. uh, the second, I would imagine, after you pick your pick of the litter, which is going to be Justin Fields, people, by the way. <laughs> you like that? Is that where you're going with that? Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, once he, once he becomes a little bit better at, and, and no joke, reading the field, you know, the field um, more. Um, I think so. Yeah, he he has all of it, man. It's amazing. I I, I like Trevor Lawrence fine, but I, I think Fields is superior. I think he's going to be a better pro player. And Love I mean, it. if we're talking fantasy football too like you want those guys at the rushing floor and fields may have a higher rushing floor as well so it's, it's so good at it. so smart yeah. with it i mean he's he's just such a talented kid and i you know scratching the surface i feel like on it i really feel like lawrence is closer to his dealing and fields is sort of just getting started anyway we'll talk about that again sometime i love it we are super flex city you guys have a happy safe holidays we are out keep it super man So we're going to have to get Zach back and do a little uh, uh, duo together. I'm going to play that on a, I'm going to play that a little meddled up version of that song and um, do a little uh, duet with uh, Zach. We'll do some harmonizing and stuff. <laughs> he's a, he's a big parody writer too, man. I love that stuff. Love it. And uh, I, think, I think we need to form a band. I'm the guitar player. Zach can be lead singer. I'll hold back so I don't blow him away. I'm just kidding. It'll be <laughs> the, the, fine, the fantasy band, but it's it's going to be a real band, but it's like the fantasy band. Yeah, real instruments, though. we got to play our own instruments. This isn't a boy band.